This is a Capricorn FM podcast. This grade 12 lesson is proudly brought to you by the Department of Education in partnership with Capricorn FM. Working together, we can do more, providing quality education. Uh, this is about finance, the interest, banking, inflation, taxation, how to calculate income tax and the higher purchase. Okay. Yeah. Uh, income tax will work for me uh, today. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You may start with your lesson, ma'am. Thank you so much. Good day, mathematical literacy learners. The lesson is on interest, banking, inflation, higher purchase, and calculation of the income tax. Let's start with interest. When we borrow money, we often pay more than we borrow. The extra money that we need to pay is referred to as interest. This interest is the profit that the lender gets from the exchange. On the other hand, when we invest in a bank or a retirement scheme, we get interest, which makes our money grow so that it becomes more than what we invested originally. The interest of an investment or a loan depends on the interest rate, the period of the investment or the repayment period and the amount of money invested or borrowed. Before I get to the simple and compound interest, let's quickly check on the key terms of finance. We've got the principal amount. This is the initial amount of money invested or borrowed. Initial amount of money invested or borrowed. The interest, I've defined that earlier on, that is the money or on a loan or money and on an investment. Remember, this is additional money. The interest rate, a rate expressed as a percentage of the principal amount that is used to calculate the interest that is the rate the interest rate let's work with the simple interest definitions are so important you need to know how to define these concepts simple interest involves paying interest at the end of the investment period or loan period The interest is therefore calculated on the principal amount. It means with a simple interest, you get interest once off at the end of the loan or the investment. From there, when you continue, you're still going to reinvest your principal amount without the interest end. I've got a very good example here. Blessing invested 6000 in a fixed deposit account that pays 10% simple interest per annum. I'd like you to check on the key, key things here. Blessing invested 6000 rands in a fixed deposit account that pays 10000 simple interest per annum. So 
So I would like to know how much will blessing get after two years? Let us now calculate the amount that she will have after two years. Because this is simple interest, let's start with the first year. The first year is 10% of 6,000, which is equals to 600 rands. Then it means at the end of the first year, blessings got an interest of 600. The second year, 10% of 6,000. We're still going to reinvest the same principal amount. And the interest is still the same, 600, 10%. So it means after two years, blessing will definitely get the interest of 600 times 2, which is equals to 1,000. 200. So after two years, the amount will be 6,000 plus 1,200 of the interest, which is equal to 7,200. The other example, let's take this one of blessing again, invest in 6,000 at a, um, a rate of 10% simple interest for six months. For six months. Remember when we go through this, we are talking about per annum. 10% simple interest per annum. The term per annum, also abbreviated as PA, which is per annum, it means for every year. This implies that the interest rate refers to the interest end in a full year. And now here we are to calculate the 10% simple interest per annum for how long? For six months. If it's for six months, it means the percentage of the principal amount um, with interest rate is 5%. Why 5%? Because we are given the 10% and it should be divided by two. The interest rate for half a year is 10% times one over two times half, which gives us five. 5%. Because the investment is for six months. Therefore, it means the 5% of the 6,000 is 300 rands. At the end of six months, we're going to take the 300 plus the principal amount of the 6,000, which is equals to 6,300. It means blessing will definitely get the 6,300 6,300 at the end of six months. Why? Because the interest rate of half a year of 10% is equals to 5%. That is simple interest. Overall, if you want to, to, to 
get more to simple interest. You should understand that if you keep on reinvesting, you reinvest your principal amount without the interest. The interest is set aside and at the end, we multiply by the duration, the time for the investment and you add the principal amount. That is simple interest. Let's get to the compound interest. When working with compound interest, we calculate interest on the principal amount as well as on the accumulated interest. When we work with compound interest, we calculate the interest on the principal amount as well as the accumulated interest. It means with a compound interest, you earn interest on interested money. Depending on how much you you invest and for how long, the time, the duration. I've got an example of uh, compound interest payments here for bank loans, higher purchase and the cell phone. Let me just take this one of the uh, the bank loan, the money borrowed from the bank. Here is Angela who borrowed 12000 at an interest rate of 10% per annum compounded annually, annually per year. Angela borrowed 12000 rent, 12000 rent at an interest rate of 10% per annum compounded annually. So let us calculate how much is she supposed to pay back if the loan must be repaid in two years. In two years. Money borrowed, 12,000. 12, the interest rate, 10%. How is it compounded? It's compounded annually. Therefore, it means for the first year, Angela will repay how much 10 percent times 12,000 which is equals to 1,200 plus the principal amount or the initial amount the total is 13,200 then the second year is 10 percent of 13,200 you pay interest on interested money 10 percent times 13,200, which is 1,320, plus 13,200, which is the initial amount, amounting to 14,520. So it means with the compound interest, hence I've indicated that when you pay with the compound interest, you pay interest on interested money. Even if it's an investment, it means at the end of one year, let us say this was an investment of 12,000 at 10% per annum compounded annually. It means this person is going to get interest on interested money. After two years, after the reinvestment of two, two years, um, Angela will definitely get 14,520. One other thing with the compound interest is that learners should be able to check on how the interest is 
compounded. This is very, very important. When going through the scenario, check on how the interest is compounded. I've got an interest of 13.2% per year. 13.2% per year. If you are requested to compound the interest monthly, monthly, it means before you start with your calculation, you take the 13,2%, you divide by 12. And when you divide by 12, you'll definitely get 1.1% per month. It means if the interest is compounded monthly, you earn 1,1% per month. Sometimes they say to you, the interest is compounded quarterly. I'm still going to use the 13,2. When you say quarterly, I'm taking off four. Quarterly, four quarters in a year. 13,2 divided by four. It means one will get an interest of 3,3% per quarter. Every quarter, you're going to get 3,3. What about if the interest is compounded Half yearly. Half yearly. How many half yearlies do we have in a year? Two. Two half yearlies, which is January to June, July to December. Half yearly, 13,2. It means the interest should be divided by two. And it means this person will get an interest of 6,6% per half year. The most important is that when going through these scenarios, make it a point that you check on how the interest is compounded, mainly when we calculate the compound interest. And don't forget that when you divide your interest, what about the duration? The duration, that which is the term. The duration should be multiplied, multiplied by whatever that is being given. If it's for two years, compounded, compounded monthly, it means that two years should be multiplied by 12 because we've got 12 months in a year and the duration will definitely be 24. That is the compound interest. Again on finance, Mathematical literacy should also know uh, how to do calculation of the higher patches. Higher patches. This is where one gets an item and pays for it in installments. Remember, sometimes we don't afford to pay, to pay cash. So because we don't, we're, we're unable to pay cash, we end up opting for higher patches whereby we can get an item and pay later. You pay in installments. Installments, the monthly repayment. You pay little amount with interest because the company bought that on your behalf. So some higher purchase arrangements, they involve paying a deposit, and the remaining amount is cleared in equal monthly repayments. Other fees such as insurances, processing fees may also be charged. These are usually payable before receiving an item. 
one is buying on higher patches. So when you buy on a higher purchase, remember you might be charged extra fees, which is for insurances, the processing fees. You, they, they, might, they may also demand a deposit depending on an item that you buy and for how long. And every installment, every monthly repayment includes interest. I've got an example here. Here is Promise. Promise wants to buy a new LED TV set. The cash price of TV set is 9,000. Cash price, 9,000. But on a higher purchase, she can pay 20% deposit. This company would like to have 20% deposit if you buy on higher purchase. Then you pay monthly repayments of 404.21 cents for 24 months, which is two years. Monthly installment, 404.21 cents for 24 months. There is an insurance fee here, an insurance fee of 1%. The insurance fee is 1% of the original amount, 1% of 9,000. And they also charge the processing fee of 200. And the processing fee of 200 should be payable before receiving the TV set. It means before you pay the deposit, the 1% insurance fee and the processing fee, you won't be able to get the TV. That is the initial payment. The first question, yes, you are requested to do calculation of the initial payment, the amount to be paid before taking the TV set. Before taking the TV set, you are going to pay 20% of 9000 plus 1% of 9000 plus the 200 processing fee which is equals to 20% of 9000 is equals to 1800 1% of 9000 is equals to 90 plus the 200 which is fixed is the processing fee it means before you can have the tv set you must pay 2090 rents 2,090 rents. Let us now calculate the total amount payable in installments. In this case, you need to consider the installment. How much is the monthly repayment? It's 404.21 and for how long? For 24 months, which is 404,21 times 24, which is equals to 9,701.4 cents. So, it means at the end, the total amount that will be repaid is 2,090 plus 9,701.4 cents equals to 11,791.4 cents. Meaning you have paid an interest of how much? Of 2,791.4 cents. This is whereby we take the total amount paid 
of 11,791.4 cent, we subtract the original amount of the TV, the cash price of 9,000. That is why we've got the remainder of 2,791. It means one advice that we can give promise is to save money and buy cash because you end up paying additional 2,791. That is how we calculate the higher purchase. Besides the higher purchase, again, in finance, one should understand about the inflation. Nowadays, quite a number of people are complaining of the prices being too high. When we talk of the prices being too high, it is because of the inflation rate. The inflation is the rate at which the general level of prices of goods and services are rising. In short, I can say this is the increase of prices of goods and services. And how is this calculated? When we calculate inflation, we consider the rate, the inflation rate. The inflation rate is calculated as a percentage using the consumer price index. When working out the consumer price index, officials from Statistics South Africa visit retail stores where common consumer goods are sold and record the average prices of basic goods. The amount of money people pay for common services such as transport is also included. The collection of price, prices of goods and services is considered as the index basket. How to calculate in, uh, inflation? Here is an example. The CPI for July 2010 was 231, and that of July 2011 was 241.5. What is the inflation rate? How to calculate the inflation rate? Inflation rate is equals to the current year minus the previous year. Divide by the previous year, multiply by 100. Current year minus previous year, divide by previous year, multiply by 100. When you are given these formulas, all what you need to do is to substitute. Where will you get the values on this scenario? Remember, we've got the uh, July 2010 and July 2011. So it means the July 2011, 241.5 minus 231, divide by 231 times 100. 100, which is equals to 4,55. The Limpopo Department of Education believes that education is the key to overcoming poverty. As a result, we have partnered with Capricorn FM to bring radio lessons to all grade 12 learners in Limpopo. Starting on Monday, 17 August, tune in and catch expert teachers as they present life lessons for an hour. From Monday to Friday between 5 and 6 p.m. on Just Drive and again on Saturday and Sunday evenings between 6 and 7 p.m. on the Royal Movement and the Afterglow respectively. Limpopo Department of Education, working together we can do more, providing quality education. We are still on inflation where I've given you the definition. It's a common question. Define inflation, the increase of prices of goods and services. The increase of prices of goods and services. Let us continue with the calculation of inflation. Another example. Here is the refrigerator, which cost 12,000 rands when in 
2011. The refrigerator cost 12,000 in 2011. The annual compound inflation rate during that year was 6%. Refrigerator 12,000. The annual inflation rate, 6%. The annual inflation rate during the following year, which is 2012, was 6,7%. The annual inflation rate during the following year, 2012, was 6,7%. So let us calculate how much did the refrigerator cost? at the end of 2012. This is how it should be worked out. Remember, the 2011, the inflation rate was 6%. So it means we should increase the price, which is 12,000, by 6%, which is 6% times 12,000. 6% times 12,000, which is equals to 720 rands. From there, we add the original amount of 12,000. The 12,000 plus the 720, which is equals to 12,720 rands. What about 2012? 2012, we're going to increase the 12,720 by 6,7%. So 2012, it's equals to 6,7 over 100 times 12,720. And which amounts to 13,572.24 cents. It means for the uh, 2011, you increase the price by 6% because the inflation rate for that year is 6%. And for 2012, you increase by the given inflation uh, uh, percentage. The inflation percentage of 6,7%. That is why at the end of 2012, the price of the refrigerator is 13,572.24 cents. This is how the inflation works. Alternatively, we can just go back a bit whereby you should remember that when you are to calculate the uh, inflation rate, because there is the rate, there is the percentage, you must take the current year, you subtract the previous year, you divide by the previous year, multiply by 100. Even if you are given prices, prices for different years, you still need to get the difference over the previous one, multiply by 100. Let us get to banking. How to save money? Money matters. Planning for now and tomorrow. There are some concepts which need to be considered when we deal with banking. One, the loan. One should understand what the loan is. That is the money borrowed from the bank, from the financial institution, 
from a broker or a family member, more especially if you pay back the money with interest. Loan, the money borrowed from the bank, financial institution, broker, and the family member. Investment, money set aside for a longer period to make more money in order to get interest to get more money you must invest so that is the investment you set aside money for a longer period the bank charges an amount you pay the bank for services rendered to you remember when you deposit the money the bank is actually rendering a service for you when you withdraw they are rendering a service for you actually for every transaction in the bank you pay charges the bank charges and this differs from one bank to the other the transaction fee the cost of or the fee paid for a banking transaction the fee paid for a banking transaction. We've got different types of, account, of accounts, banking accounts, check account, check or current account. This is whereby you can have your money at any time, but you pay extra amount. There are some fees just for just having the check or current account the fixed deposit the interest rate is fixed for the investment period with the fixed deposit you can be paid out monthly or you can reinvest the money and with the fixed deposit again uh, uh, the interest rate is higher higher than when you've got the ordinary savings account the other account is the the savings account whereby you can access your money any time of the day that is daily access of your money up to the limit you choose but with the savings account as well you should consider that the admin, the deposit, the withdrawal fees are charged. Those are the bank charges. The debit account, interest is charged on the debit balance. If you've got the debit account, whatever balance that you do have, they charge the interest. My lesson here is mainly on the loan the money you borrow from the financial institution. When you borrow money, remember I said you need to pay back the money with interest. And usually what they do is they calculate the monthly repayment and on the monthly repayment, this is whereby the interest is automatically included. I've got ABC loans here. ABC loans they've got a table a table whereby they indicate the amount of a loan the duration is given in months so it means you choose a period 
cover which you want to pay back. And the monthly repayments include a compulsory, the most important, a compulsory 12 rents admin fee and 6 rents protection cover per month. The protection cover is a kind of insurance. There is 12 rent admin fee, the 12 rents, and the 6 rent uh, protection cover per month. This should be paid mo- uh, monthly. Let us just quickly pick uh, two rows here. The first category is the loan amount of 4000 The repayment is 265 for 24 months. Or alternatively, this 4,000, I'm still on the 4,000, 203 rent for 36 months. And on the 4,000, 153, which is 153 rent for 60 months. I'm going to repeat. You make a loan of 4,000. For 24 months, you pay 265. For 36 months, you pay 203. And for 60 months, you pay 153. So let us just quickly check how much does a loan from ABC really cost? Let us check on the repayment loan, the repayment of 4,000 loan. I've been busy with the 4,000. Repayment of 4,000 over two years is 265 per month. We should multiply that by 24, which gives us 6,360. The interest paid after two months, after two years, it's 6,000. 360 minus the original amount, your loan amount of the 4,000, which is equals to 2,360. It means if you take a loan of 4,000 and you opt for 24 months, you are going to pay 265 times 24, which is equals to 6,360. And the interest, the interest is the difference between the loan amount and the amount that you have paid. It's 2,360. Don't forget that we've got the 12 rents plus the 6 rents, which should be paid every month. So it means we take the 12 plus the 6 rents, which is equals to 18 rents. This 18 rents should be multiplied by the 24 months which is equals to 432. The 432 is the admin fee and protection cover. So the total amount after two years, it's equals to 6,360 plus the 432 rents, which is equals to 6,792. It means when you go to ABC loans and you borrow 4,000, at the end you'll end up paying 6,792 rents. This is how 
we pay interest unaware that we do. Calculation of the income tax. Income tax is direct tax. That is the tax that is being paid from someone's income. And when we calculate the income tax, we should consider that the income tax is from, is also the pay as you earn. P-A-Y-E, pay as you earn. The pay as you earn is a system which ensures that an employee's income tax is paid on a monthly basis rather than having to be paid in one lump sum at the end of the year. So it means when you are to calculate the, uh, someone's income tax, you should consider the annual salary. That is the most important. That when we calculate the annual tax, make sure that you consider the annual uh, uh, salary. Annual salary referring to the gross income, which is the amount of money and before any deductions. Deductions such as the medical aid, pension contribution, the UIF, that is their gross salary. Before you calculate tax, make sure that the gross salary is multiplied by 12. So when you are to do calculation of the uh, uh, tax, you must check the tax table. We're usually given the tax table. I've got the tax table here. I'm just going to say to... Uh, brackets here the tax table for the year 2016 tax table for the year it is uh, the year of assessment ending 29 february 2016 2016 the first bracket remember we've got the first category which is the bracket and the second one is the taxable income and the rate, the third one is the rate of tax. So the first uh, category, this is the taxable annual income of zero to hundred and fifty thousand. The income is per annum. So the rate of tax for that level is eighteen percent of taxable income. So it means it is between people earning between zero and hundred and fifty. The second category is. The annual income of 150,001 rent to 235,000. The rate of tax, 27,000 plus 25% of taxable income above 150. The categories are up to five. I'm just going to use this two. So let us just take an example on how to calculate tax. I'm going to give to you step by step. When given the tax table, usually below they indicate the rebate, tax rebate for individuals. A tax rebate is the amount which is deductible from the taxpayer by a taxpayer. Amount which is deductible from the tax tax payable by a taxpayer. 
it is actually the rebate. It is actually money paid back to the taxpayer to reduce tax. That is the rebate. So on the rebate table, we've got the primary rebate, which is for people uh, below 65, yes. Secondary, it is uh, people 65 and older. And tertiary, which is for people 75 and older. Now I've got an example here. Here is Dineo. Dineo is 23 years old and earns a salary of 188,000 per annum. Dineo, 23, Dineo, a 23-year-old worker who earns a salary of 188,000 per annum. Now we are requested to calculate the tax that Dineo has to pay per annum. According to the tax table, Dineo's salary falls in the category of 150,001 and to 235,000. So the tax table tells us that Dinao will use the tax rate of 27,000 plus 25% of the amount above 150,000. From this amount, Dinao will subtract the rebate. Let us go to the first step. Step one, you work out how much Dinao earns above 150. That is the amount above. So we're going to take the 188,000 minus 150,000, which is equals to 38. That is the first step. Step two, we work out how much tax she will, she will be paying according to the tax table. It's 27,000 plus 25% times 38,000. The 38,000 is Dinao's salary minus the amount above. 25,000, uh, 27,000 plus 25% times 38,000, which is equals to 27,000 plus 9,500. The total amount is 36,500. The third step, step three, Subtract the rebate from the tax should be paying. Remember the tax is 36,500. Because Dinao is under 65 years old, she only gets the one rebate of 10,755. It is indicated on the table according to the rebate. The rebate table, primary 10,755. So the fact that Dineo is under 65 years, she only gets the one rebate of 10,755. Therefore, she will pay tax of 36,500 minus 10,755, which is equals to 25,745. That is the Dineo's tax per annum. If you like to know the tax per month, you divide by 12. You take the tax calculated per, per annum, you divide by 12, you'll get it in our monthly tax. Here is Tandeka. Tandeka is 29 years and earning a taxable income of 92,000. 
92,000. So let us check Dineo's tax. Dineo, according to the tax table, that is the first category, which is the first level, 18%. So in this case, we're just going to check on the 18% of 92,000, which is equals to 16,500. How old is Tandega? Tandega is 29. Because Tandega is 29, she falls within the rebate, the first uh, rebate table, which is 10,755. So we're going to take the 16,560 minus 10,755, which is equals to 5,805. That is the tax per annum. Let us take Tandega's grandfather. Tandega's grandfather is 70. And Tandega's grandfather is any the same as uh, Tandega, which is 92,000. So the 92,000 in this case is less than the threshold. There is the threshold. And therefore it means Tandega is uh, Tandega's uh, grandfather. Uh, father is not going to pay anything. Lastly, let us check on how to do calculation of the exchange rates. The exchange rates, this is, um, we know very well that different countries use different currencies. We need foreign currency when traveling to another country or when we want to import goods from another country. When we want to exchange money to get the foreign uh, currency or when we want to sell foreign currency, we go to the Forex Bureau or to the bank. Let us quickly take an example. Each time you'll be given the equivalent of uh, your currency. Let's take the US dollar. US dollar, this is an, uh, an old one, equals to 757. Sterling pound equals to 12 rand 10 cents. Euro equals to 10 rand 69. The question is, how much is U.S. dollars, how much in U.S. dollars would you get if you were to exchange 18,340? 18, Remember when I talk of currency, we're comparing our own rent with the foreign ones. You must each time check the table. The table is given, uh, on the table, a dollar is equal to 7 rent 57. What about 18 rent, uh, 18,340? So if a dollar is equals to 757, 18,340 is equals to X. Therefore, we're going to take the 18,340, you divide by the 757, 7,57. And in this case, it is equals to $2,422.72. Again, let us compare the euro with ours. The euro is equals to, the, uh, the euro is equals to 10 rands 68. 1 euro is equal to 10 rent 68. Now, let us check if one has 563. You've got 563 euros. 1 euro is equal to 1068. Therefore, 563 is equal to X. 
The rule of the cross multiplication should be used there. You're going to take the 563, multiply by 10, 10 rands, 0.68 cents, which is equals to 6,000 and 12 rand, 0.84 cents. This is how we do the exchange rates. Thank you. This grade 12 lesson was proudly brought to you by the Department of Education in partnership with Capricorn FM. Working together, we can do more, providing quality education. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.